Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Tuesday, May 24th, and this is People Every Day. Welcome back, everyone. It's me, your favorite host, Janine Rubenstein. It is Tuesday, a day to celebrate the passing of Monday and the taste of delicious tacos. <laughs> I'm excited for both and for the fact that we have another great show for you today, kicking off with the trial of the digital age, the one that no one can stop talking about. We are entering the final days of testimony in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard defamation trial. A motion was filed by Depp's legal team to dismiss Amber Heard's defamation countersuit, but was denied by the judge. Heard is seeking $100 million in damages, claiming Depp spearheaded a campaign to discredit her and her allegations as fake and a hoax, harming her career and reputation. Now, Amber Heard suffered a setback herself today when DC Comics denied her allegations that executives and producers were attempting to have her removed from Aquaman 2 or at the very least reduce her role in the film due to her ongoing issues with Johnny Depp. DC Films chief Walter Hamada testified today that Heard's job wasn't in peril for the reasons she claimed. Hamada clarified that the studio was concerned about the lack of chemistry between Heard and co-star Jason Momoa. Now, as Heard's defense rounds out their last week of arguments, there have been some new developments. Heard's team will not be recalling Johnny Depp to the stand. On May 12th, people confirmed that Depp would take the stand once again and be questioned by Heard's legal team. As of Saturday, it was still planned that Depp would be called to testify on Monday. However, a source close to Heard told people yesterday that the actress's team no longer plans to bring back Depp for their defense, saying in a quite colorful quote, Calling Depp back to the stand would be as relevant to us as a bicycle to a fish. Everything Depp has testified up to this point has been irrelevant to the heart of this case, and there's no reason to believe it would be any different now. The change, of course, came just hours after people confirmed that Johnny Depp's team is expected to call on his ex-girlfriend, supermodel Kate Moss, on Wednesday. Moss, who will be speaking to the court via video link, was referenced by the Heard team earlier this month while discussing an altercation between Depp and Heard's sister, Whitney Henriquez. Geez, so while we have to wait another day to hear what Moss has to say in Depp's defense, singer Courtney Love has made her feelings known. Love took to Instagram to apologize for expressing her thoughts on the ongoing legal battle. She claimed a group of videos in which she appeared in was accidentally posted online by her friend, Jessica Reed Krauss. In the first series of videos shared over the weekend, Love praised Depp, saying, I don't really want to make judgments publicly. I just want to tell you that Johnny gave me CPR in 1995 when I overdosed outside the Viper Room, referencing the famed club in West Hollywood that Depp once co-owned and where actor River Phoenix collapsed and died of a drug overdose in October 1993, just to give you some history. She also shared how Depp supported her daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, during that time, saying, quote, Johnny, when I was on crack and Frances was having to suffer through that, with all of these social workers, wrote her a four-page letter on her 13th birthday that she's never showed me. But 
Now, in a lengthy apology post, the singer stated, I want to show neutral support for a friend. I don't want to bully. I've been bullied enough. I did not want to express my own bias, internalize misogyny, and ended with, if I hurt anyone, please accept my amends. Certainly a lot more to come and to unpack. Where will the chips fall? Who knows? All I know is that I am very eager to hear what Kate Moss has to say when she takes the stand tomorrow. And now this. Legendary rock group Aerosmith is putting their 2022 shows on hold after lead singer Steven Tyler checked himself into rehab. Tyler voluntarily entered rehab today. The Dream On singer has been open about his struggles with substance abuse for over a decade. I remember sitting down with him about his sobriety journey not too long ago. And the relapse comes following a foot surgery. The band released a statement saying, As many of you know, our beloved brother Steven has worked on his sobriety for many years. After foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process, he has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health and recovery. The band has canceled the first set of their Las Vegas residency, which was set to take place between June and July, but they hope they will be able to continue their performance this September. It's great that he's seeking treatment, and we wish Steven Tyler all the best in his recovery. And now to shift gears to a sad story out of the music industry, the Zac Brown Band's John Driscoll Hopkins recently shared his ALS diagnosis with the world. I can't stop thinking about this next story. John Driscoll Hopkins, one of the founding members of the Zac Brown Band, opened up to people in this week's issue about his devastating battle with ALS. Well, from the moment he found out about his diagnosis, it shook him to his core, of course, but he's determined to fight this disease. A father of three daughters, he told us, I want to show my girls what a warrior their dad is. And joining me now to talk about John's story is the writer who spoke to the musician and his wife, Jennifer, People's Brianne Tracy. Hey, Brianne. Hi, Janine. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about the moment that John, who is 51, first knew something was wrong. I got on statins in um, the middle of 2019 for some high cholesterol and some some plaque issues and um, not totally atypical for um, my age group and uh, and I wondered if that was starting to make me feel weak uh, I've heard that that's a side effect so I was asking questions about uh, the statin side effects one of the first signs that John noticed that something was off was when he was playing his bass he just noticed that there was something off and it's pretty much the very thing that he's devoted his life to he says that it wasn't that it, he couldn't play anymore. It was that he couldn't play as fast and his guitar hand was failing him. And John noticed that his speech would slur at times and that he was having trouble scooting around, which is what he describes his moving around on stage as. And he said that he's not Justin Timberlake, but he's a rock and roll guy and he can dance pretty well. So jumping started to bother him. Wow. Well, for the next two years, John went to multiple neurologists and specialists to see what was wrong. So take me into the moment he learned about his diagnosis. 
In December 2021, doctors in Atlanta, where John lives with his family, they had him do an electromyography or an EMG test to determine whether there was damage in the nerves that control his muscles, and the results pointed to ALS. ALS is a degenerative disease that causes progressive paralysis of the muscles responsible for chewing food, speaking and walking, and it eventually leads to complete respiratory failure, usually within five years. Wow. So what did he say about that moment? John said that in his life, he's been scared, he's been angry, he's been stressed, but he doesn't know that if he's ever felt true anxiety until that day. One of the moments in your interview that really struck me was John and Jennifer and how they focused in on one another and decided to move forward and kind of explain everything to their three girls. So talk to us about what he told you about that. Even though John got his results from his EMG just a few days before Christmas, he decided to tell his three young girls after Christmas just so that they could have a good holiday still. They're so young. So Jennifer said that, you know, they don't know the gravity of this disease yet, which is fine for them right now. Um, when they finally told them they were out playing volleyball and John had tripped over some pavement because his balance has been off because of ALS. And so he used it as a moment to describe to them why his balance was off. It's because of this disease called ALS. And of course, his girls are so young. So John said that his daughter Grace asked, you know, could you die? He said, yes. His daughter Faith said, could you be in a wheelchair? And he said yes. And his daughter Hope started crying. They didn't really understand it, but neither do they. It's just a really tricky disease, especially to describe it to three young girls. Oh, God, you're going to make me cry. Um, my heart is with John, Jennifer, and their whole family. It's, it's just so sad. But as we mentioned earlier, John is trying to stay positive. So what are some of the ways he's doing that? Even though John is still dealing with balance and weakness, he's currently out on tour with the Zach Brown Band. And so it's amazing that he's still playing, he's still singing, he's still rocking. He's adjusted his life a little bit, especially on tour. He's adopted a gluten and dairy-free diet. He also takes 38 pills, is what he said, a day. It's a mix of supplements and traditional ALS medications. He also has adopted some naturopathic medicines like herbal teas, and he does stretching and ab workouts daily. And he's just recording as much as he can right now because he knows that one day he might not be able to. He's recording a Christmas album. He's recording just regular music. And he's hoping that the condition stays the way it is for a couple of years, that he can make an impact. And he also launched Hop on a Cure, which is a foundation to raise funds for a cure for ALS with his wife. So he's really focused on that and really hoping other people don't have to go through the same things that he has to go through. Oh, wow. And guys, you can read Brianne's powerful interview with him in this week's issue of People, which will be on stands this Friday. Brianne, thank you so much for stopping by to talk about it. Thanks, Janine. There's another story in the music world that we have to get into. Singer Halsey is claiming that her record label won't release her new music until she creates a viral TikTok moment, which raises a lot of questions that we absolutely have to dig into. But first, what in the world is going on with monkeypox? Right after the break, we talk about the new virus that has made its way to the U.S., as if we needed something else to worry about. We'll be right back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. 
Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. We are back, and we have to talk about monkeypox. The news on this keeps popping up, and honestly, one thing I didn't think this year was missing was a brand new virus going around. There's some confusing information out there, so we thought we'd try to set the record straight with the help of the People Health Team, the CDC, and the World Health Organization. First of all, monkeypox is a very rare virus that was originally found in colonies of monkeys used for research. The virus itself is related to smallpox and produces symptoms very similar similar to the standard of many viral infections, including fever, headache, muscle aches, chills, and swollen lymph nodes. In some cases, some people develop a rash in one to three days that can spread all over the body. Most notably, the rash will turn into fluid-filled blisters that will eventually scab over after about two to three weeks. So you're probably wondering how it can spread. Monkeypox can spread through a few methods. Direct contact with body fluids or the blisters that pop up on the body can lead to transmission. But the main way is through respiratory droplets. We know what those are. While that might sound familiar after two and a half years of COVID-19, monkeypox does not spread as easily. Someone would have to be in prolonged contact with an infected person to contract monkeypox. The CDC also released a press briefing emphasizing that the virus is not a sexually transmitted infection, but a number of patients have developed rashes from the virus in the genital region, which may be confused with sexually transmitted diseases and infections. It's believed monkeypox made it to the States when a man traveled from Canada to Massachusetts and brought the virus with him. According to the CDC, there are now seven people in the U.S. who are presumed to have the virus. In recent weeks, the virus has also been detected in several other countries countries, including Portugal, Spain, and the United Kingdom. In 2003, the U.S. saw 47 cases of the rare virus. No one in the U.S. has ever died due to the virus. The CDC isn't looking to raise a panic. As a spokesperson said, this is not COVID. The U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, recently told CNN not to worry and that, quote, these numbers are still small. We want them to be aware of the symptoms and if they have any concerns to reach out to their doctor. Well, I for one am glad I know a little more about this. If you come into contact with anyone who has these symptoms or you yourself experience any, especially the rash and the blisters, be sure to consult your doctor. So imagine being in the music industry for eight years, being a successful recording artist selling over 165 million records, and then being told no when you want to release new music because your social media is not doing what they want it to do, or that you haven't done the campaign needed on social media to put your new music into motion. Well, yesterday on their TikTok page, Halsey played what seemed to be the unreleased single that their label is blocking due to to a lack of marketing. Many fans are commenting on her TikTok that she essentially made the viral moment happen anyway by posting about the situation she found herself in. So is this the marketing plan? To discuss the developments of this story is People's Music Editor, Melody Chu. Hey, Mel. Hey, Janine. 
Let's start with the TikTok videos that Halsey posted. The first one had what seemed to be her unreleased song with text over it as she glanced into the camera. The second one was a recording of her label exec, like a recording. (laughs) And they would get the art on TikTok. Mm -hmm. If you're okay with those things, but not announcing the date, Mm -hmm. then I think that we put that up like, honestly, I think we put that up like sometime between Monday and Wednesday, whenever they can get the artwork ingested. Mm -hmm. What? I just hate this. Oh, I know. I hate it. It sucks. Can you you give us the full picture and, and what the label is saying and what the, the tension is? So Halsey is basically claiming that their record label is holding her back from releasing this song that they really just want to get out there for fans. I'll read a little bit of what she said. I have a song that I love. I want to release it ASAP, but my record label won't let me. And, you know, there was some speculation, like, is this all part of the viral moment and maybe it is and Mm. they're like well you wanted a viral (laughs) moment here it is but this isn't the first time also that Halsey has butted heads with the label Astroworks Capital Records and yeah Halsey's saying that like they're holding basically the song hostage until this TikTok viral moment happened that can be tricky though going up against the label but to take it to social media like this it's it's kind of meta because yeah. <laughs> we're talking about a situation and like fans are pointing out that this is your viral moment now you're mm-hmm. making it happen but she's trying to buck up against them saying you have to do this whole social media campaign yeah. right it's also interesting because they said everything is marketing and Halsey's not wrong it is the label's a business they need to make money There's so much that goes into the music industry that we just don't know as fans. Like, just look at Taylor and the re-recordings and all of that, you know, all the drama aside. Like, I don't think a lot of people knew that the musicians did not own their music. And so this is another unveiling of the music industry. Well, this isn't the first time that Halsey has gotten into it with her label. In November of 2021, she spoke about being pressured by executives when making her album and having to talk to them about her pregnancy because it might impact their product. She said previously, you know, when she was pregnant, they just felt really powerless as a soon-to-be mom who was still trying to work and having to keep all these higher-ups and bosses posted on pretty personal things and wouldn't be, you know, costing anyone more money. They said it was just a pretty dehumanizing experience to have to call the CEO of your company and say, hey, just, you know, letting you know I'm pregnant, but don't worry, like, music's still coming. Wow. I've had the experience of, you know, having to go tell your boss or tell, mm-hmm. you know, your HR, whoever it is, I'm pregnant, this is my plan. Yeah. So to hear, like, you're you're right, to hear this, like, inside baseball about the music industry is, is pretty interesting. But l- let's talk about that personal life that she has chosen to share. Halsey recently gave birth to their son, Ender, and has shared with their fans that they had a brutal health struggle throughout. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us where they are now with their health situation? and motherhood journey. She just really seems to be thriving as a a mom while being very open about the tougher sides of it too. She's been open in the past about, you know, their health struggles. And after speaking out about it, I think a lot of fans thought maybe it was postpartum, but later clarified that actually uh, these are things that they've been trying to get answers for for almost a decade. It's an ongoing thing. It can flare up 
with pregnancy, um, I, I believe is what. She was saying she felt a little gaslit for eight years, you know, going to a bunch of different doctors, trying to find out what was wrong and just feeling that anxiety of not knowing what was happening to their body. And after pregnancy, I mean, I'm sure you know, Janine, a lot it changes in your body. And everything. Yeah. And, everything and, changes. <laughs> and all they said, you know, they got really, really, really sick. And while they were kind of, quote, sick for most of, you know, their 20s, that got really bad after giving birth. So I think they finally got answers. There are a bunch of syndromes that I can't pronounce, so Janine, maybe you know better. Mast cell activation syndrome, MCAS, and then there's there's POTS, postural orthostatic tachic, uh, I mean, it's very hard to pronounce, but P-O-T-S as well. Yeah, like affecting their heart. Halsey said, you know, they have to wear a heart monitor and really mm, stay on top oh of all this. And, and it sounds like autoimmune and you, you really lose usage of your joints. So I think staying on top of it. And I think now that there are answers, it's given her a sort of a little bit of relief knowing she, she said she felt like she was, quote, crazy for a while, thinking she had all these symptoms. I love what she said about don't roll your eyes at your sick friends. They could mm-hmm. be fighting a battle that they haven't named yet, you know? Well, Mel, I am wishing them good health. Me I know you too. are as well. And yeah. I'm interested to see how this non-marketing <laughs> but huge marketing TikTok campaign video thing works out, right? I just need this new music. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say, now we're all going to listen to this song. All right, all right. Well, it's not even out yet, but Top Gun, Maverick, already feels like it's going to be the movie of the summer. The film hits theaters this weekend, and after all of the positive reviews, I can't wait to experience it for myself. But someone who got the full Top Gun experience is James Corden. The Late Late Show host spent an adventurous two days with Tom Cruise for his own Top Gun-esque flying course. On last night's show, Corden shared how Cruise took him on the ride of his life. I'm in Burbank Airport, and I'm here because Tom Cruise has asked me to meet him here at 5 a.m. When Tom Cruise calls, you sort of have to say yes, so. Cruz then takes Corden on a private plane to a small airport where he revealed he was taking Corden on Top Gun today and would fly the late night host in a small fighter plane. So when you say we're going to be flying in that, who's going to be flying in that? I'll fly you in that. But you're not a pilot, you're an actor. I fly airports also. Right, with all due respect, you played a lawyer in A Few Good Men. I wouldn't want you to represent me in court, okay? All right, you ready? Well, no, not really, no. The actor did a series of twists and turns in the single engine plane. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> After the first day of training, the next day, Cruz took him up in an actual jet, which appeared to be an easier ride for Corden at first, until Cruz flew the jet upside down for a bit. Probably head back, I imagine. Yeah, we'll just we'll just fly straight, just relax, just take it easy. Okay. Just for a little bit. James Corden's reactions are everything and definitely something to make you smile. You have to see the video for yourself. It's on YouTube. And be sure to check out Top Gun Maverick this weekend. Well, that's our show for today. We'll be back tomorrow for your Wednesday edition of People Every Day.